Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Glenn, what was the top story? Uh, I think the top story is this fantasy world uh, that the press is living in on, with Donald Trump in Russia. All right, Stu. Um, you all commuted here in automobiles, I assume, um, that were polluting the planet and causing tornadoes that are killing people. So thank you for that. No, I came in uh, Glinda the Good Witch's magic bubble. Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> not, it, you I rode, I rode my 10 speed. All right, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Okay. Sorry about that, Stu. <laughs> Pat. Uh, I, I, I got to say, it's still the, the left wing death cult. Hmm. All right. A lot to get into there. Obviously, first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. If you're looking to buy a home, uh, you're looking to refinance, you're looking to consolidate your loans. If you're paying double digit interest rates now uh, on credit cards, just wait. Uh, it, the, the credit card um, industry, I think, is going to jack those rates so far up that it, it will be... It'll be crippling for most Americans. Please, please consolidate your loans. Please take a, a, a loan that you might have that's adjustable and put it into fix. If you are looking to buy a new home, get the right rate, a fixed rate, and do it with the people that I really trust for all of these things. It's American Financing. You can call them at the number at the bottom of the screen. It's 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. All right, Glenn. So, I actually really wanted to talk about UFOs today. I really wanted you to talk yeah, about UFOs I, today. I mean, I've got a lot to say on UFOs today. Um, however, uh, I saw this tweet uh, from the president. Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt hoax. And now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me get elected. It was a crime that didn't exist. So now the Dems and their partner, the fake news media, say he fought against this phony crime that didn't exist. This horrendous false accusation. He shouldn't fight back. He should have just sat back and taken it. Uh, could this be obstruction? No. Mueller didn't find obstruction either. Presidential harassment. Okay, how would you read that? How if you are, how if you are not mentally deficient, <laughs> do you read that? He's clearly admitting to murder. <laughs> Thank you. You could yes. be the next host on yeah. CNN. He's tired of being accused of things he didn't do. Exactly right. Uh, but that's not how the the mentally deficient have uh, have <laughs> read this. What they've decided is this is him possibly admitting that Russia helped get him elected. That was Unreal. amazing. They said it seems like he's Unreal. admitting that he, that Russia helped him. If you read, what, what well, he clearly states he did. Yeah, he let's didn't. Pull, can we pull that for the first tweet back up? So what they're referring to is um, when he says, and now Russia has disappeared yes. because I had nothing to do with, with Russia, Russia helping me to get elected. Right, like that's like uh, they're trying to act as if he's admitting guy. that Russia helped him get elected there, when obviously that's not what he's doing, and they know he's not doing that. That's one of the most ridiculous parts of this, and they do this all the time because they'll say, "Well, the president did say he had the best words, so we have to take every word that he says exactly." The man Shut cannot up. speak the language at times. Okay, we know this is a problem with Donald. He takes a, he's got all the words in there. They're just not always in the right order. They're sometimes in three sentences away from where they're supposed to be. That's the way he does things, and it's like, I, I, but they all know this. You know, you see this all the time where, like, you know, Donald Trump will have someone, you know, Michael Cohen. 
And uh, they'll be talking about Cohen. They'll go, if you remember, the president said he hires the best people. It's like, all right, yes. The president says he's the best at everything. To act as if every time he says that, you're going to take it literally is insane. And they know it's insane. They didn't take it seriously when he said it initially. They weren't like, well, I guess he takes the, this, he hires the best people, so we have to trust him. They didn't, they didn't believe him when, when he said it initially. Now, afterwards, they're acting as if they retroactively and believed it so they can get him in. What was lie. it that they said on the day Ugh. of the election? What they said on the day of election was, what we learned was, you don't take him literally, you take him seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, conveniently. I, I mean, I just can't take it anymore. Uh, let me show you. This is him on the way uh, to, uh, to the airport, to the helicopters. And they pounce on him to say, so were you admitting now that <laughs> Russia... Okay, so, it's so stupid. Watch this. No, Russia did not help me get elected. You know who got me elected? You know who got me elected? I got me elected. <laughs> Russia didn't help me at all. I love that. This I is, do too. I, mean, I do too. I, I, and it's true. Well, it's, I mean, it's funny because it's like the typical politician thing to say there. It's not, you know who got me elected? The, the American people, people got yeah. me elected. Yeah. It's just to him. It's just himself. Like he's responsible for yeah. all of it. And it's amazing how much that's been embraced. Like people love him for saying <laughs> that he's completely responsible for everything good. I mean, he's never responsible honestly, for Wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Yeah. He did not listen to advisors. He certainly was cutting his own way. He has done it his own way, a way that everybody said, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, Including us. Including us. And he also spent very little money. If you want to say, yes, the American people connected to him and they were the ones that pulled the the lever that got him elected. But he is the mastermind behind it. Well, pure and, and simple. And he did also travel to states that Hillary Clinton just wrote off, thinking that she had them in the bag. Yeah, he right? went to like, all he, fifty-seven states. Look, I think it was. Yeah, well, <laughs> James Carville got uh, uh, Clinton elected. It was Karl Rove that got George Bush elected. You know who he used? Him. Well, I mean, you know, Steve Bannon would tell you that uh, Donald Trump was way, way behind before he got control of that campaign. Well, uh, you when, could make that case. I mean, I, I don't. Well, that's not the press. That's uh, not the case the press no, is making. it's not. But it just, I just. Right. It's just, you know, like every, he's, he was the only one who could help health care. He was the only one who could help. I mean, oh, I know, he, I know, say, I know. he says that about everything. And it's, it's, it's just that attitude of like, he's taking full responsibility for every single thing that is positive yeah. and no responsibility for anything that is negative. And people like constantly like take, you can't, as you pointed out. And, and as Selena uh, Zito, Zito pointed out, you can't take him literally. You almost, at times, can't take him seriously. He's, he's just a guy who, like, he's P.T. Work, Barnum. Yeah, he is a showman. He says things that are positive about himself. He says things that are negative about his enemies. And but only when it serves him. You know, Kim Jong-il, we were going to go bomb until like uh, the fire and fury of the U.S. government was going to be all over him. Ten seconds later, he's his best friend. Like, none of this means anything. He's just, it's the same thing with, it's not just Trump, it's every politician. Uh, i can give you another example, and, and one we all benefited from, I think. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, in 2016, how dare you have a Supreme Court justice pushed through in an election year? It's insanity. Oh, this would never happen. It's crazy. We have an election a few months away. Asked just the other day, would you put a uh, Supreme Court justice through in, uh, in 2020? Yeah, of course. Yes. Not even hesitation. Yes. No self-awareness <laughs> no, whatsoever. Yeah, well, here's, the, here's the point. Great. 
What did we say in 2014 when we said Russia is going to screw with our elections? 2014 we were on that, maybe even earlier than that. We were telling you, where is the government on this? They're, t- they're telling you they're going to do this. We're showing you the video of them saying they're going to do this. Okay? Didn't take a brainiac to figure out what was the goal of Putin to split us apart, to yeah. get us arguing with each other. Okay? So discord. Putin, I just did this on vacation. Put, the, uh, put that uh, up. This, a, I, I, I'm starting to call them 10-hour memes because <laughs> uh, you could do this with you know you do this on you know online you know in about two seconds. Yeah, so you, you're doing. Uh, I the, take about t- it takes me about ten slow, hours. You're a slow churn. Yes, yes. <laughs> fine art memes. Yeah, um, and what this is, it, and it is proven today and yesterday to be absolutely accurate. Putin wants us to be at each other's throats. He was the guy who designed this whole argument and got involved. He's the bad guy here. But there he is. He's inserted himself. Putin has. And he's doing everything but pulling the strings of people like Cuomo and everybody else on CNN. And all the Democrats were like, yes, I think Trump is bad. And yes, we've got to impeach. The only winner here is Vladimir Putin. We're giving him everything that he wants. You want to talk about collusion? Well, they know what Putin wanted. They know what he did. They have all the information, and they're still doing it. Are, are they in bed with <laughs> Vladimir Putin and Russia to try to bring down the United States of America? Yeah, and mm. to add another point to, to that uh, fun conspiracy theory, which I like. Um, I it, have the photo. Look at the photo. It, it, I'm sorry. The photo back the photo. up right yeah, there. Sure, I forgot. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the media's obsession with Donald Trump, and the, you know, it's the only thing on their mind at all times, and uh, that has helped redirect the actual focus of attention on what Mueller did to what Mueller opened and closed that press conference with. You haven't heard word one about it, which was Russia's trying to, inve- to in- mm-hmm. infiltrate our election system. And we found that, and that's serious. And, you know, I think there's some blame to go to the right here who's constantly been calling the entire thing a hoax Mm -hmm. because that means everyone on the right just dismisses it. And everyone on the left just looks at Donald Trump. Well, when the real meat of that is they actually found not only the the people who were doing this in Russia, but also the processes and how they were doing it. And And they all believe it's going to happen again. They all see signs of it happening already. And they all believe it's going to happen again in 2020. It's been completely ignored because everyone's either dismissing the entire project as this attack on Donald Trump, or they're actually making the entire project an attack on Donald Trump. Or they, or I believe there are those, very a handful, but there are those who I think would want that to happen. They want more chaos. They want to hurt the American system. They want to pull it down. Um, may I just, I'm going to transition quickly into UFOs. because <laughs> oh, that's, that's the obvious transition. Yes, yes, it is. Could you play the clip, please? Now, this is, this is Christopher Mellon. He is the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. I want you to listen to what he just said. We know that UFOs exist. This is not a, a, no longer an issue. The Navy itself has publicly acknowledged the fact that they exist. And Navy pilots, active duty pilots, have gone on the record of the New York Times acknowledging the fact that they exist. So the issue now is, why are they here? Where are they coming from? And what is the technology behind these devices that we're observing? 
we know that UFO exists. <laughs> we, we're up on that. I mean, was that a, did did I miss something on vacation where we're all like, oh, by the way, yeah, aliens with suction cup thingies, they're up in the sky. They've been here for a while. Don't worry about it. I'll wait a minute. Hold it. So he says, we know the UFOs exist. That's no longer the issue. Now we could say that what he's talking about is. You know, unidentified flying objects. We're not talking about extraterrestrial. They're from Earth. The issue is, is why are they here? Why are they, where are they coming from? And what's the technology behind these devices that we're observing? Now, to show you, the government is releasing unbelievable. Pat, I knew you, I, you grew up the same time I did. UFOs, conspiracy oh, yeah. central, okay? Now you have people... It's on video. You have pilots who one pilot got really testy. Uh, I think in the uh, I think it was in the New York Times article that I read. He was like, I don't I'm a pilot. I'm a I'm a government pilot. I don't make up yeah, myths, you know, myths. Yeah. I don't live in that world. Um, and so something's going on. I I I hope it's not China and Russia. I'm kind of rooting for the aliens <laughs> unless it explains what's happening right now on Earth. We're, we're being told we know that UFOs, it looks like it's alien technology. Does that explain the roster of the Democratic primary? Mm. <laughs> Could those be yes. the aliens? Mm -hmm. the only thing that if, that, if that's not... Could the aliens come down? Could we just ask them? Aliens, suction cup people, uh, if you're listening to me right now, please, whatever you do, don't capture all of our politicians and hold them as hostage. <laughs> don't do it. We'd hate that. All right, back in a minute. <laughs> we know they can't capture politicians. They've got the prime directive to worry about. They can't interfere. That's right. Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Cruise Through History. I cannot believe all of the amazing places uh, that you guys oh, are going to go to great. on this cruise. It's going to be great. We're going to Venice. Uh, we're going to Athens. We're going to Jerusalem. We're going to Croatia. Uh, and we've got David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, Stu will be there, I will be there, Bill O'Reilly will be there on this cruise. There's so much history there. And we're just talking about the history of what it means to be a democracy in a republic, uh, what it means for the Enlightenment, what does our religion, what role does that play in? And it's completely all-inclusive. I mean, the hotels, the airfare, the food, everything is all-inclusive. It's happening next spring. You can find out all about it at uh, comesailaway.com, but it's going to be a real adventure, and you're going to be, you'll be with 3,000 like-minded people. I mean, it's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun. Come sailaway.com. Uh, Stu, I just want to clarify. You said that I, me driving my car, yes. is the reason for the tornadoes. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. You should have maybe been a little less selfish. <laughs> something to throw out there. Uh, yeah, you know, that's what you're hearing in the media right now. And this is something, it's, you know, it's never let a crisis uh, go mm. to waste, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, so it's one of those things where every time there's a weather um, situation where people are in, in serious damage, like they will come out and make it about global warming. We all know that happens. Uh, we have the, can we have the first quote here? Can we start here? This is uh, about, uh, this is from an article titled, Poisoned Weather. 
Global warming helped fuel killer tornadoes. From Think oh Progress. From Think Progress. Carbon pollution from fossil fuels is poisoning the weather, helping drive the conditions that created uh, the killer tornado outbreak last week across the heart of the United States. It's irresponsible, not to mention climate change. Climatologist Kevin Trenberth of uh, the National Center for Atmospheric Research told Think Progress Green. And this is just one sample. You've seen this all over the place. Um, this is the next chart I want to go to, by the way. Um, and it is a, uh, a situation where we actually have had a pretty active tornado season, um, more active than, um, you know, not unprecedented, but active. Here's the chart. Um, you kind of see the top and bottom lines. That's the maximum and minimum that you've seen the most active and the least active. The, the middle are kind of showing you the, you know, the average and you know, uh, normally active. And it's above the uh, 75th percentile. Um, you see there's 855 tornadoes so far um, uh, this year. So it's, it's, it's trending high, though not at, at unprecedented levels. Hang on. May I just ask, what is U.S. inflation-adjusted annual tornado? Is somebody inflating <laughs> tornadoes? Uh, well, they they there's an overcount situation. If you kind of, you could actually see it at the bottom. It says preliminary tornadoes from local storm reports multiply by 0.085 to remove overcount. You get overcounts of tornadoes all the time, and this is one of the things that, wow. that that's actually difficult to, when it comes to uh, when, um, looking at this in a long term basis is. Small tornadoes just weren't detected back in the day. Mm-hmm. Small tornado go through a field mm-hmm. uh, in Oklahoma, and mm-hmm. no one would ever know what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's why um, when scientists look at these things and look for long-term trends, they always look at F3 and above, because it's pretty much impossible to miss an F3 tornado. You, everyone pretty much sees those. Um, the smaller ones, at times, you know, people will actually miss. Even today, sometimes it's difficult, but they usually catch them today. They didn't catch them back then. A lot of people online will show you uh, tornado charts and show you long-term trends of F1 and above, because... What they love are F0 and above, because what they love about that is it looks like there's an increase because we are, of course, detecting them now. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the F3, uh, the chart of F3. This goes back to the 1950s, okay? Look at this chart right here. There is a significant decrease in the number of tornadoes that have the been... trend. It, the trend is a downward trend, if you happen to be listening to the podcast. And here's the summary Over of it. Over 20%. Uh, yeah, significant. So in 19, uh, from 1954 to 1985, there was an average of 56 tornadoes per year. From 1986 to 2018, uh, there was an average of 33. So you're talking about, what, a 40% drop there uh, in average amount of tornadoes between those periods. Now, in this period, of course, global emissions were skyrocketing. We have more carbon in the atmosphere than we've ever had in seven zillion years, if you listen to that, everybody. The interesting part about this is the last year, which is 2018, last year, was the lowest in history. The lowest in recorded history was last year. Of course, this was also coincides with the highest amount of, of emissions in history. And what's interesting about, uh, we kind of showed you the scary quote earlier from this article, Poisoned Weather. Well, look at the date on it. I didn't give you this initially, but it's 2012. This is a different outbreak of, of, of tornadoes that they were blaming on global warming. And then we had about five or six oh of the lowest gosh. years in history. Mm. Um, it is, it, look, you know, you could, they, they try to get people on board with global warming by exaggerating claims, and every single time they can take advantage of a few dead bodies in the middle, Midwest to try to make their points, they do it. And it's, it's an embarrassment. 
Um, you know, the guy who, who uh, the, the, the climatologist quoted in there was from the same organization these charts are coming from. They know what these long-term trends are. They know their long-term trends are down. We have lower trends in tornadoes. We have lower trends in droughts. We have lower trends in hurricanes. All these things are moving in the right direction. But if you know that, you won't give them multiple trillions of dollars to solve these problems. And that's, you know, it's something that the American people need to know. And you never see these charts actually on television. And just think about um, how how far, how much the left wants to transform the United States because of what they say is a global warming crisis, right? Yeah. I mean, we've got the Green New Deal being discussed that's just yeah. going to radically, you know, it would radically transform America. Mm-hmm. And It's fascinating. Or what? I, I was doing the, um, we're going to have an update to our Democratic uh, candidate power rankings next week. And so I've been yes. working on that a little bit this week. And I was going through some of these lower candidates on the, on the, on the uh, list. And John Delaney is this guy who's been running forever. He's a, but he's running as a moderate. Like he's saying, I'm a moderate. They were gone too far towards socialism. This isn't going to work. Um, and he just introduced a $4 trillion global warming package. It's like <laughs> you, the moderates are saying $4 trillion for this? They, they, they want control so badly, and this is the easiest Dude, We to can't do afford it. not to do it. We can't afford not we to. We can't afford to spend. They not, should just decloak their spaceships. Yeah. Uh-huh. And come out and say, look, we have this technology. You've got to vote for me. If yeah. <laughs> if you want to move around with no emissions at 9 <laughs> million right. miles an hour and stopping with, with, with no, no delay, then just like me. And what, what happened to don't confuse weather with climate? Oh. I mean, that's oh, yeah. completely out the window now. Every single weather event unless that it's happens, cold. unless it's cold, and even that sometimes, they turn into warming. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what? We never heard the words, the phrase polar vortex before. <laughs> the last couple of years, it was a Canadian cold front or an Arctic cold front. Now it's a polar vortex. That's scarier, though. Yeah, it is. That's a good Much. piece of uh, messaging. It's like when they changed uh, the the Chilean sea bass from, uh, what was it, Patagonia yeah, Patagonian toothfish. toothfish. That blew my mind. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea that oh, really? that happened. Because you're not going to go to a restaurant and order a Patagonian toothfish. Never. No. But you will order Chilean sea bass. And it's delicious. And is it your anti-Semitism that won't, uh, won't uh, order a Jewfish? Is that what it is? No, toothfish. No, there is Jewfish out there, oh, too, okay. that had to change its name. That's because true. of the anti-Semitic people that would not order a Jewfish. No. This. this is back in the <laughs> yep. early 2000s? Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah they had to. Yep. Of course. Of course. All right, back in a minute. I mean, you don't want to be called a toothfish. No, you don't. Because you just feel like eating teeth is... about your top story and then we can kind of get into a further discussion mm-hmm. in overtime. Yeah, we'll set it up with uh, Allison Camarada. She was talking to the Attorney General of Indiana about their new law um, and it, it went to the Supreme Court and I think she explains it a little bit, but here's what, what she had to say. So it sounds like you got this mixed decision. And I, what I want to focus in on is the first part that we just described, where Indiana had tried to block women from getting abortions if it were based on a disability. And I'm just curious about that one. Why why would you want a family to have to have a child with a severe disability? Well, the issue that the General Assembly faced was not with regard to the question you posed, it's the question of uh, the rights and consideration of the unborn child in terms of discriminatory actions of of eliminating that opportunity at life. Uh, Making a decision based solely on race or uh, disability uh, certainly is a discriminatory practice, and no decision in terms of of whether or not to have a child should be based on that solely. And that's what the General Assembly uh, 
chose yeah. to do, and it's banned. But that, that confuses me, because as you know, there are lots of terminations of pregnancies based on the fact that there are severe abnormalities of a fetus. And so why would you take okay. away that choice from a family? Uh, perplexed. She's perplexed. You won't believe this. Okay. Yeah. So all of my art is, is based off of old propaganda art. Okay. Oh, while this on, is eugenic stuff. While I was on vacation, I looked up the abortion stuff. And here is from Germany. This is Nazi Germany. And you'll see that one doesn't have limbs. One is, is mentally uh, handicapped. I, I don't know if this one just has problems or what. Um, but in German, it says, who would want to be responsible for this? Well, I mean, that's almost her question. It is. It, it is. is. It Why is. would, Why would you do that? Who wants a cripple for a Why child? Why would you do this? Why who would, would want this? That yeah, is what's happening. I mean, imagine being the, you know, the parent of a child with Down syndrome. <coughs> They're basically being told that their child, their children should not exist. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like there's no value to their lives mm -hmm. if they're not absolutely born perfect. Wow. That is... You know, I know people hate it when we bring up the Nazis, but I'm sorry. That is no. right, right there. there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Mm. Quite an admission. Quite an admission there. All right. A lot more to get into in overtime. If you're not yet a subscriber, what are you waiting for? Go to blazetv.com right now. Overtime starts next. Hitler wouldn't want you to subscribe. I'm going to send this to <laughs> you sure. for the show tomorrow. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, getting back into this conversation about Allison Camarota, who was just horribly insufferable at this point, uh, and the comments she made about, why would you want why would you want to force a family to have children, you know, that, that could be disabled? Um, a couple things here that I want to get into. Number one is why is it not even considered, brought into the conversation, how many times doctors have said your baby may be born with a certain defect or your baby is going to be born and they won't survive, you know, past a month or whatever the case may be. And they end up being wrong. Yeah, and that's Glenn's story with Mary, right? Yeah. I mean, Mary, he, he was told that Mary would have, you know, potentially de really significantly debilitating effects her entire life. Would never walk or talk. Never walk or talk, and that's not at all. I mean, you, Mary's here all the time, and, and certainly not the case. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you know, he said that, Glenn said that the other day, that if, if they would have told me this beforehand, I may have gone down that road. This is before he was, you know, pro-life and everything. Um, it's a terrible, terrible thing, and it's a decision that how many thousands of ch uh, parents have made based on, this idea that it's okay to kill them if they're not perfect or they're not the exact way you want them. And soon it'll be more than that. It'll be whether they have the right color eyes or whether they have the right color skin or that's what the Indiana law was trying to protect against. I mean, there's no way to really enforce it. No one could ever, you know, you can't say, well, I'm, I'm only aborting them because of their race. Like, you know, you could, right. but I mean, at least it's a statement on record to say, you know, look, this is, this is the wrong road to go down. And even that is, it, we still haven't embraced that. We see this discussion getting closer and closer to Margaret Sanger's goal for Planned Parenthood every day. Um, this is the kind of stuff. She was a eugenicist. Mm -hmm. she, she wanted to eliminate minorities. She wanted to eliminate um, defectives. Uh, and that's, that was their goal. And they're accomplishing it now. I mean, listen to that mindset. 20 years ago, can you imagine somebody arguing that on CNN? I don't think so. Yeah. 
I, I don't think that would have happened. It's her ac- absolute level of like disbelief that someone wouldn't want to kill a Down syndrome kid. That is like <laughs> yeah. so fascinating to me. Like, I, yeah, I mean, like, I, it's like one of those things that there's a dark part of probably everyone that thinks that way, right? Like, we're like, God, that's going to be really hard. You know, this mm-hmm. is going to be a difficult thing for me. It's, it, but it's, it's this awful, selfish instinct that we used to not admit. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, yeah, of course you should. That, that might inconvenience you. That might be, you know. Not only that, the rest of us have to look at him. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like that's a bad it's way nuts. to go. I mean, we, we, we see these articles that come out about uh, Iceland where they're like, they've eliminated Down syndrome. Isn't that great? It's like, you've just killed all the people you think might have it. That's not great. No. Not great. Well, and uh, meanwhile, you know, they're having this conversation, and we have the smallest baby um, ever recorded. This is Born at 23 weeks. 8.6 ounces. Not pounds. Ounces. Wow. Like half a pound. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And okay. Yeah, and left the hospital completely healthy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And how, what was the... Born uh, at 23, 23 weeks. 23 weeks. 23 weeks. Because yeah. it's interesting, the, the story of the earliest uh, child ever born that survived was um, the, the, the mother had to lie to the hospital and tell About how far along how she was. How far along she was. Had to yeah. lie. So that they would she treat wouldn't the baby. get care. That's right. Yeah, they, how, it was that 21 or 22 weeks? Yeah, it was in that vicinity. Yeah. I think yeah. I want to say it was 21 and, and change, half. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, and this gets earlier all the time. You know, it's interesting. Roe versus Wade... Um, made the uh, argument about viability, um, and they made it at the end of 24 weeks because that's when they believed, mm-hmm. you know, that was where viability is. Well, we've improved that already by about 15 percent, and that's going to keep going closer and closer mm-hmm. to birth or to, to conception. Um, and at some point, like science winds up winning this argument, I think, uh, for for the pro-life side, because at some point when you have a baby that's born at seven weeks old and it winds up living outside the womb, that might be 20, 50, 100 years in the, in the future, it may be a lot sooner than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that starts happening, the idea that you're going to start aborting these kids, because most people are not, you know, a Debbie Wasserman Schultz who can't even admit her own children were children in the ninth month, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. not most, even Democrats, people who are pro-choice, we've talked to them here, where that's not who they are. Like, the idea that, like, some, a baby that is actually viable can be killed is a very tiny percent of the population. It's about 14% of people believe in, in, in abortion at that period. Not, not in it, believe in it that they should do it, but believe it should be legal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's even smaller that believe that they should actually do it. So, I mean, this is a situation where at, at some point as this line moves, um, you're going to see efforts, I think, um, by the left to try to make it so, this is where this, this uh, Virginia thing is so important because the idea that a, a, a baby that survives an abortion can, you know, well, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about that. That's what this mother had the issue with. She basically, the, the doctor said, if it's less than 24 weeks, we can't really even try. Yeah. Like, we're not even going to try. And so she's like, oh, it's 24 weeks. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to have people that say, look, Jeffy's only in his 932nd trimester. Mm-hmm. We can easily abort him. <laughs> I mean. I am pro-choice in that case, though, in that I, case? I will say. In, that, in the Jeffy yeah. case, I'm, I'm very much pro-choice. So you are for that exception. Yes, so that is the one the exception. The Jeffy exception. I just wonder if, as, you know, um, pro-life activists, maybe it might do some good to, instead of, you know, you have the people who go to the college campuses and they show all of the bloody, very graphic um, pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like instead of doing that, maybe we use this. Can we put that picture back up on the screen as a, you know, okay, let's let's draw a line in the sand now and let's let everyone answer on record this baby right here. Are we comfortable? 
not obviously not us. Are we comfortable killing this baby or are we not? If you look at this picture and you see that this is a very clearly formed child who is going home at 23 weeks, are you comfortable? Are you are you comfortable killing it because it's in the womb? And I and I wonder if that this picture, more pictures of babies like this, might be more effective at just getting the left to realize what they're talking about. Because I feel like they don't. Sometimes they don't realize it. Like we had, yeah. we had Andrew on, and he said, mm-hmm. "Well, cognitive ability. Well, what is that really?" Right. I mean. You know, my son is six, and sometimes I'm like, "What? What are you? What are you thinking <laughs> Do you have right, any now? Ability right. right now?" <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I, I, look, these are to me, they're weird lines, you know. And I've, I've said that to Andrew many times. I mean, and you know, we don't agree on that particular issue, but it's like, I just don't understand how you know it. That that line argument is is really weird to me because it, it, a lot of people like to do this on a timeline, and it's like you know. This, that was one of the things that, uh, what's his face, Gazanel went to prison for. It wasn't because he was doing things that were that far out. He was just aborting kids a little too late. You know, a couple weeks, sometimes a couple days. You know, and that, like, the difference between an abortion he was performing at 24, I think it's 24 weeks was the, was the line there, but I could be getting that wrong, but 24 weeks and a minute and, tw- and 23 weeks and, you know, six days and 24, 23 hours, that one-hour difference is the difference between, like, this guy being at a country club right now instead of in prison. And, like, that's insanity. We all realize that's completely insane, right? Because at some point, you have to get to the point where you're saying, a person born on this second, you can kill. Or a person this far along in the pregnancy, you can kill. A person after this second in the pregnancy, you can't kill, and it's murder. And that, you go to prison for it. Like, no sane person can say that that one second actually changes anything. And, and anyone would tell you in any other situation, it's psychotic. It's a psychotic decision. And I think a lot of times we do this thing where we're like, well, it's not life here, but it's life here. Because it makes us sort of feel good and we can kind of have the best of both worlds. We can act like we're tolerant and at the same time we can say, well, life obviously is life there. But you're making a really strange decision. I, you better be sure on that one. And you better be sure about these people who are, you know, who are dying at a period where, you know, if you, if you change your mind tomorrow and say it's, it's 13 weeks instead of 14 weeks, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people living or dying. That's your decision there. Uh, you better be freaking sure. That's why it's, I feel like it's always a good idea to err on the side of life. Because you know what? No one ever, like the bottom line is if someone lives, we can all say that that person had a chance at life. Even if they're the, the annoying person who's, making, who's setting up the robocalls, at least we gave them a chance to live and do something valuable with their life. Um, the, the idea that just because we think in advance, we judge their life, that we think it might not be so great, or they might have a disease, or they might not have the right color eyes, or the right color skin that we want, or whatever. Like the, the idea that those lines and those decisions can be made by people who have no skin in the game when it comes to their life. Like that person, you know, c- can do amazing things or even mediocre things. It doesn't matter what they do. The bottom line is they have a chance. They should have a chance to live. Yeah. There was a. Uh, a Babylon Bee uh, story, which is a satirical website, <laughs> yeah. a while ago, and it was something like uh, "Baby shocks the nation when it passes through the birth canal." Uh, it started out as fetus, passed through the birth canal, and was shockingly a human. <laughs> I mean, that's what they act like. They act like we're surprised when look at that. Oh my Who goodness! Knew a that? human was coming out. I just uh, again would also like to point out that I am the only one at the table with that magic birth canal. 
No, yes. that's right. I am a little bit Very superior true. to you guys. I, and again, it's judgmental to assume we don't have one. <laughs> it kind of is, because what if we identify as women? Mm-hmm. Then we can have babies. We were just told that. Uh, yesterday's poll, will the Democrats be successful at impeaching Trump in the House? This was an interesting question. And that's why when we talked about it, I said, well, they've got to bring up impeachment proceedings first. So I'm interested to know how people interpreted the question to begin with. I, I think know. we were in agreement that they're not going to even bring up impeachment proceedings in the first place. Therefore, he won't be impeached. I but lean if, that way. I, if, I, don't, I mean, I think that the momentum has changed a little bit since yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, with the Mueller thing, I think they think they see their little pathway here. I still think they probably, it's going to be essentially Nancy Pelosi's yeah. sole decision. Right. So I still think they probably don't do it. But I think I, I have a proposal to make on this, though, on the polls. Okay. Let's leave Trump's name out of all of them. Because I feel like what we get here is, yes. well, will Democrats be successful against Trump? Well, everyone's going to vote everyone no. Like no, it's just right. there's like this, like we like, figure out a way to like word them where it's it's not like an instant partisan reaction. Because I feel like that's what we get. Yeah. Like, oh, that's because yeah. I mean you look at that and like I think you'd say, well, the Democrats want to. Be, everyone knows if the Democrats want to be successful in impeaching Trump, they can. They have the, they have the majority. Mm-hmm. Right, you know right, they want. exactly, right. Do you think that they're going to even go forward with impeachment proceedings? Uh, I, I think it's more likely now. Really? Yeah, after the Mueller report. I, I think that they've been, they, they believe they have a green light now to, yeah. to go for impeachment. I feel like I'm like 30, 70 on it. Yeah. yeah I, I, don't, I, I, I might be up to 40, 60 now. Okay. Well, uh, the viewers, the, I just don't, I don't think they're going to do it. So you'd say I, 10, because, 90? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, because I would say, I, I just don't think Nancy Pelosi wants to deal with that. I really don't. At the end of the day, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that she know. I mean, she is old establishment, and she has been able to handle the, this new breed that's you know that's mm-hmm. coming in pretty well so far. You know, she's okay. Well, a glass of water could get elected in AOC's district yep. if it was a Democrat. Okay, yeah. Okay, the the green whatever she said about the Green New Deal. She kind of, she acted yeah. like it was very inferior. And I feel like she is kind of of the mindset of just shaking them off and continuing on. I feel like there might be a little bit of a gentle lady agreement here, too, in that, like, there's freedom for Kamala Harris right. to come out and say, impeach, 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 and let Nancy Pelosi take the, take the arrows for right. it. Right. And she's not doing it. But she knows it's the right thing. And, and probably Harris is like, I hope they don't actually do it. Right. Right. You know, because it doesn't, it does not going to help her election. So there's pro- there's a little, you know, I don't think it happens with AOC. I think she's just, you know, silly. Yeah. But, I mean, I think there is that, like, legitimate tension there that's benefiting both sides. You know, Na- Nancy Pelosi gets to kind of keep her power and hold the line, and she takes a little bit of a beating, but she's doing the right thing for the party, quote-unquote. Well, and I think as long as she is still vocal against Donald Trump, it will satisfy yeah. the base. Yeah. I mean, she it, And they'll investigations, and they'll do stuff, And she said stuff, yesterday right? that mm-hmm. she would do that. Yeah. We're going to continue the investigation. Okay, that will satisfy them enough that they're not going to turn their backs on her Look. if she doesn't start impeachment. And, like, let's say they're in the middle of the investigation, and it's something really legitimate mm-hmm. turns up. If that were to happen, which I don't think it will, and they're not going to be as, as, as thorough as Mueller, but, I mean, if it did happen, then they might actually have a path to, to uh, impeachment for real. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, right now, it's just a nonsensical partisanship. Well, Mueller's investigation was only the two years, still. Yeah, I mean, think if there was a five, there could be a five-year. Yeah, you just needed more time. That's all, that's all you need is more time. <laughs> that's, that's and, it. and let's remember, even if he is impeached, he's not going to be convicted in, by the Senate. That, that won't happen. Yeah, unless something unless it's really after dramatic. 2020 and they've got control of that of the Senate as well. I think. I mean, you know, look, you know, you they could get there with something really bad, right? Like something that has not been already. He did uncovered. collude with yes. Russia, and there was yeah. evidence of it, but that's not there, right. you know. And we keep acting like this is possible. It's not there. 
So well, we'll, well keep investigating and keep maybe investigating. Eventually it will find turn it. up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, all right. Today's poll. Now that speaking of now that Mueller has given his final word on the Russia investigation, is it time? Is it time to move on? A hundred percent of you yes. should say Actually, yes. 100%. It was yes. time to move on like a year ago from mm-hmm. this. Yes, it's time to move on. Let us know what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Move on and focus on Russia and what they're actually yep, trying seriously. to do to our elections rather than moving on Donald Trump. <laughs> the 80s told Stu they want their policy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.